Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome. 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 The reboot. We have a jam-packed episode for you today. I can't lie. I am not so uncomfortable lying. I'm not even like a real big lie-by-omission type of gal. So here's the deal. This episode is now on steroids with segments, guests, video clips. What do we have today for you? Well, I'll tell you what we have. We have an MUA, a moi, moi makeup artist. Moi. Did you know that? Moi. Moi is makeup artist. It is. It's a little Hollywood lingo for ya. Makeup artist to the stars. Moi. Okay. We're going to examine some TikTok makeup trends. Are they good? Are they bad? Are they stupid? Are they asinine? We don't know. Because we're, we're also stupid. stupid. But we're going to try to unpack it. And we're going to try to see what's going on. We're going to try to see what's viral and what is made up fake viral things that I made up to try to trick this makeup artist. We have a medical professional coming in. Well, she's not coming in. She's actually on video. We are talking across the pond to a medical professional about skin. Skin! And some of the things that can go wrong, very, very wrong. In fact, to the point where it was absolutely upsetting. We also on the agenda have a baker. Here's what people do for stand-up. They're like comedian. So what if I say for baker, we have a bakerette. We have a bakestress coming into this studio. Um, We're going to do an in-studio taste test. Food test of three different baked goods and see which one is the best and why. So that's kind of the lay of the land. So buckle up and let's go. 
Okay, so Nova's a makeup artist to the stars. First of all, we met through DMs. Yeah, we did. It's also how I met my husband. Um, really? So, yeah, you know, <laughs> I believe in it. Um, now, first of all, thanks for coming on the podcast. We're going to look at some TikTok makeup trends. Um, I brought some, I went through TikTok and I looked at some of these trends and I was going to ask you about them. You tell me if you think this is a real trend or a fake trend and describe what you think the trend is. Okay. Pumpkin girl makeup. Oh, it sounds so stupid that I feel like it has to be real, but all it is real. Oh. Okay, uh, cloud skin. I'm gonna go no only because I feel oh I'm wrong. It's real. Cloud skin just means matte. Wait, what? It's just it, it means like there's a lot of people predicting trends beyond twenty, you know, whatever. They're like, what's next? And they're like, no more um Dewy skin. Yeah, no more dewy skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's called cloud skin. It's not called cloud skin. That that's is ridiculous. TikTok. Well, TikTok is wrong because <laughs> yeah. you'd think with clouds, it'd be like sheer coverage I or know. something like that. Or you'd think it would be dewy because they're literally, clouds are made out of dew. Yeah. <laughs> um. So cloud skin is real. Unapproachable makeup. Oh, that's real. Mm-hmm. I know that's real. Which just means like um, like sexy makeup. But like, it's so stupid because the final look, I was like, this just looks like absolutely nothing. It's, it's just, just makeup. It's <laughs> just well, it's like a just a smoky eye and like a. It pouty. looked like literally you could wear it to the office. It made no sense. Like unapproachable. I was like, this is just. Everyone's an ad man now. Everyone's yeah. just shilling product, and these look names are absolute proof of that. Latte makeup. You were doing that today. We're doing that today. And it oh, is wait. real. Was that like a, a too soon of a reveal? No, I think it's a perfect timing. Okay, perfect. Timing. We're only about halfway through our list. So latte makeup is what we landed on because we have coffee cranking through our sis here at the podcast. We're a coffee-based podcast. We all know that this is a podcast that rides or dies for coffee and all coffee derivatives. So we landed on the latte makeup, which, how would you describe it? It's browns, it's right? It's brown makeup. So we're doing it. It's going to look like a smeared duty all over duty. myself. It is, because it's like that kind of brown. Yeah. Okay, so no makeup makeup, of course. That was the original dumb name for makeup, right? No makeup yeah. makeup, which is like when guys are like, I, I, I don't like when girls wear makeup. They're, they're liking no makeup makeup. Yeah. Idiot. Idiots. 90s lips are back. Yeah. Brown liner, nude lip, gloss. Gloss, I am seeing like a resurgence of gloss and I'm so excited. I loved gloss. Remember lip gloss, MAC, nightmare, but looked cool. There's felt just, awful, yeah, looked yeah. cool. And would always like um, explode if I took it anywhere. Like on a flight. if it goes on a flight, it is covering and congealing everything in that bag. Faux freckles, do you do those? I can. What do you, you think about do them? Um... I like them. I think they're cute. I I struggle with like for like a carpet say if I do them dark enough for them to overpower the like the crazy flash that's happening on a carpet. It's like theater makeup, you know, when you when you're on stage, I'm theater makeup. Yeah, the back of the room, play to the back of the house. Listen, that was my calling as a stand up. But yeah, like, you know, a lot of um like theater stage makeup also looks insane in person, but obviously if you're in a theater space, it <laughs> looks fine in the audience. Um, it's all perspective, I guess, is what we're kind of trying to get at. Um, all right, so fluffy brows are apparently on their way out, which thank goodness because 
This is I good. plucked mine to the high heavens in the 90s. I did too, and mine grew back somehow. Well, I want mine back, and I, you know, people like castor bra- oil. You get a, no, you can get, you know, you can get a brow transplant. Ugh, I can't. It's I don't have situation. it in me. I don't have it. I barely have it in me to, like, just walk my dog. Like, I can't get a brow well, transplant. You just go to sleep while it happens. I'm no way. Trying. And then they'll be like, ding, tiny brows are in. And I'm like, fuck. And I'm bald, <laughs> bald on the back of my head. <laughs> With fluffy brows, and everyone's like, ew, that's not what's I'm trending. I'm glad you never did brow tattooing, though. No, my grandmother did, though. Um, okay, Ooh. iridescent eye makeup was a big old thing. Is that done now? Or is that still no, done? I feel Ooh. like it's like still coming Still back. raging. Ooh. Okay. W blush. That is very real. I call it sunburn blush, though. And you like that or not? No, I feel like if you do it too much, it just looks like you're having an allergic reaction. <laughs> but... <laughs> If you do it, like, delicately, a little bit on the nose, I think it's super cute. The thing I really hate is when people treat every face the same. Yes. And, and they do uh, makeup artists who contour my nose hell of much. I'm like, it's got shadow. Don't worry about that. Oh, you yelled at me before. Really? But I, yeah. Not. I left crying. Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> believe this is going to turn into an emotional revelation. I. You understand sarcasm, right? <laughs> I just, I figured someone in your field of work would be able to get that. I'm actually very gullible. Really? Yeah. Okay, wait. I'm still not done here. So, dog shit makeup. Is that this? <laughs> it's an alternate name for what we're doing today. Okay, okay, okay. No, um, that is real. No, it's not. Okay, yeah, it's fake. I, made oh. it. I did make it up. Um, menstrual glam. <laughs> That's fake. I really believe it's the real. Fact, the fact that you weren't sure for so long and trying to read my eyes is such a testament to how far we've fucking, what do you call it? Straight? Yeah. I mean, menstrual glam, either mm. you're using red tones to conjure menstrual mm-hmm. fluids or, I mean, what else could it be? Menstrual glam is just not. Well. You're flushed. I don't know. Okay. It's fake. Okay. Vanilla Madam. I don't know. <laughs> Is that real? It's fake. Okay. All right. That's enough. What have we learned? There's just anyone naming a trend makes it a trend, I guess. How many followers do you need to, to if you name a trend, then it's real? 25. Yeah. It feels like that's kind of it. This is outrageous. I cannot believe this palette. She's a viral TikToker. Of course she is. <laughs> the colors are like fart box and butt truffle and diarrhea and dingleberry. Well played, TikToker. Um, so I wore my brown shirt okay. in, in honor of this latte look. I love monochromatic clothes. You know, like all browns yeah. and yeah, 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 yeah. So to... To elevate that to also makeup, it's um, pretty hardcore. All right, how's this latte look coming along? Okay, this is the, the reveal. reveal. I look like Isabella Rossellini. It's straight up good. Do you, is it something you would wear? I would. And I think the shirt sells it. I think Not without to, the shirt, without, it would it's be nothing. like... It's nothing. You'd be like, where's the makeup? And with the shirt, it's like, whoa! There it whoa, is! Whoa, 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 whoa. Latte makeup? Yeah. That's latte makeup. No, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Well, that was pretty good, right? I think so. Tip, tap, tip, tip, tap, tip, tap, tip, tip, tap, tip, tap, tip, tip, tap. I'm a little baby. I'm just a little baby. I'm just a little baby. Oh, 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 come here. Okay. One, two, three. Wait. When I usually, when I go one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, <laughs> eight, nine, one, two, three. Come on. He always usually barks. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. God, I can't believe this is the most barking dog and he won't bark on camera. Come on, man. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. There it is. Okay, 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 okay. All right, all right. Now we got him. Okay, come here. Come here. Come. Come on. Well, can't put that back in the bottle, folks.
We got it. Okay. All right. All right. Oh. Hello. Hello. Douglas. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Got my heart beating on my chest like crazy. What? My heart's beating on my chest like crazy. I've been trying to get a hold of you. Or, yeah, I'm just a huge fan. Oh my goodness. Well, <laughs> welcome. You made it. <laughs> I did. Thank you. Um, hold on. Wait. I think there's a song that um speaks to our relationship. Thank you for loving me. <laughs> Wow. Unreal, right? Um, what can I tell you? I'm taking calls, kind of bridging the gap between two guests on this episode. One is a makeup artist and one is a dermatologist. If you want to talk about your makeup routine, yeah. if you want to talk about some skin issues you may have had or an allergic reaction, you'd be the perfect bridge. Okay. Go. Um. So I'd kind of like to switch up my beauty routine. Um, <laughs> uh, last month I was using Kiehl's, which was great. Okay. Um, and I found the, kind of the ultra, uh, sorry, I'm kind of nervous. I'm okay, take your that. time. Hold on, hold on. Let me give you some soothing music. Ready? Okay. okay. Go. Um, so yeah, so, it's um, so I usually use the ultra repair cream and then I found after like a month or so my skin started kind of uh, getting really dry yeah and then i uh switched to a korean brand that um, my friend recommended to me from a korean skincare tiktok and it's incredible it's kind of changed my life um i started off with as a one-step hair routine and then i went to two steps and i'm at five and my skin has completely changed i have glowing skin amazing um yeah and then <laughs> I'm just trying to give heft to what you're saying, give it a bit of mood. It's amazing what a soundtrack can do, right? To just change what someone's saying and the whole entire mood of it. Absolutely. That's what I always know one of my favorite parts of your show. Like, the printer and I would drive up to the cabin a lot during the pandemic. His, he has a cabin up north from Minnesota, and we would just listen to your podcast over and over again, like the same 20 episodes, and we'd have different friends right up with us. It's, it's just, insane that this moment has come full circle did you even say um, a skin issue i can't remember oh no you were talking about your makeup routine i used to use keel's body butter but then i feel like keel's has lots yeah, of they look i love that so yeah. you get yeah, the body butter and then they have like the actual lotion the body butter is amazing because no. like, it's like really kind of well, the one you said though the one that's like yellow and a little squirt bottle that's tall yeah so that creme de la corte yes i used to corte. use that but then i, I like yeah. i got into this organic facial lady and she basically made me kind of turned off by products with lots of chemicals in them. I know. I'm really bad at that, too. That's why I kind of, my friend pushed me towards Korean skincare because it's really transparent about what they put in there. And like, I use this brand called Beauty of Joseon. Highly mm. recommend. Mm. Um, it's super, super affordable. and Yeah, very transparent ingredients. And yeah, I've always been really bad about looking at my labels of what I put on my skin. And yeah, after kind of uh, having bad reactions, like, you know, with really dry skin or rashes or whatnot. Um, well, you know what I'm going to recommend to you? I, I've probably said it before on the podcast and probably multiple times, but Jennifer Aniston once said it in an article and I've been a devotee ever since. You want to know what it is or do you already know? 
Wait, is that her? Oh, I know she has a new, like, shampoo and kind. I don't know. What is it? Egyptian magic. Is that a brand? Yeah. It's kind of like a little pot of Vaseline. It's called Egyptian magic. Um, I put it all over my face. I don't, I'm not prone to breakouts. It. I, I tend to have dry skin. You slather it on at night, wake up, and your skin just looks nice. I really love that. It's like bag balm. Like, you know what I mean? Like that little kind of like Vaseline that comes like in a green tin. The kind of like that, like a all over cream that you can put on your lips. No, because that sounds like it's harder and waxier. Balm makes me right. think harder. This is like super right. soft and you can rub it on your face and it, it's like, it's not like hard to rub in or something. Also, okay, I love eye sun products, all organic, lots of oil based. Um, okay. I sun, how do you spell that? I S U N. <laughs> Anyhow, um, what a journey. It's time to say goodbye. It's time to say goodbye. <laughs> Hello, my friend. Hello, my friend. What's your skin condition? Hello, my friend. Ready to take notes. What's your skin condition? Um, a, a quickly aging. Uh, honey, honey, honey. Sit down, pull up a chair. Let's talk. <laughs> remember when, oh, well, you might not. I Actually, you're old. You probably do. Do you remember when everyone used to do movie phone impressions? <laughs> they were like, uh, yeah. Lil Rain, movie phone, make your selection. <laughs> it's a bygone time. It is a bygone time. I love pretending to talk to you. My skin carries the imprint of movie phone impressions. Like my, yes, exactly. my wrinkles hold the story of a movie phone impression in bygone times. When do I ask my question? I guess now is a good time. Uh, Hold on. Okay. Um, how do I retain my skin? I, my, I'm in my late twenties. Um, I'm what? Irish. Hold I on, hold on. <laughs> late twenties and you're trying to talk. I'm commiserating with you about fucking skin and you're in your late twenties. What in the fucking hell? Upside down world is this? How dare you? Hey, 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 hey! How dare you? I'm backwards. I'm backwards as all hell. Listen, when people in their 20s talk to me about their fucking wrinkle trials and travails, this is me in my head. <laughs> you don't know nothing! <laughs> Till you're in your 40s. I know, but, um... I'd say more so I'm worried about getting skin cancer. So other than, um, you know, societal woes telling me to worry about how I look, I think I am more concerned about... Nice pivot. Um, 
Nice pivot. I'm pivoting. Um, <laughs> because, listen, who can get mad about fearing skin cancer, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yes, this is really, this is about cancer, actually. Hmm. It's very wow. serious. You've really taken us down a road with your story. <laughs> that, honestly, that button has never been more apropos. I honestly, I'm often hesitant to use a number of these buttons. That button just hit the spot like a bowl of carbonara. So what can I tell you about skin cancer? One thing, I'm a survivor. I had a chunk of it. Well, I had a small blemish on my face that was cancerous, and I had it removed, and I now have a scar on my face. Feels great. Feels great as an actor, someone on camera. Um, it sucks. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Part of me really feels like, though, would it really have killed me if I just left it on? Like, And actually, I think it, was a, it wasn't a melanoma, but the kind it was, I said, what would have happened if I just didn't treat it? Because you have to think, people who don't have like great health care probably aren't finding these kinds of things or identifying them. And the dermatologist said it would turn into a um, crater on your face eventually. Oh, no. So guess what? I don't know. I'll take, take my chances. Yeah, I'm going to take my chance. No. This just makes me realize I should probably go speak to my dermatologist. I have a dermatologist. I and that seen. is the goal of the podcast with two <laughs> new dings. That one and that one. Which ding do you prefer? This is like a, this is like a hearing test. Can you hear this? Yeah. Can you hear this? Mm, yes. Did you hear that? Oh, I kind of like, yeah, I kind of like you hear the this? first one. No. You're deaf. Just kidding. That was a trick question. That was a trick. I didn't actually ding anything. There's the oh, two dings. Back and back. Okay. I've actually been really cranking on coffee um, to an extreme degree this morning. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Got, got coffee cranking through my sis. Got coffee cranking through my sis. Got coffee cranking through my sis. coffee cranking through my Espresso. It makes me want to listen to your um, your platinum uh, song about um, using the bathroom after a cup of coffee. Um, when, when you... Sorry, I just wanted to highlight what a beautiful song that was. <laughs> um, well, thank you um, so much. Espresso. It's time to say goodbye. It's time to say goodbye. <laughs> we can't license my songs that I want, so we got. It's time to say goodbye. It's time to say goodbye. Honestly, it's going to work. I think it's pretty funny. Let's see what this one is. Actually, I'll save it for the next caller. Um, Anyhow, toodaloo. Thanks for calling. Toodaloo. Thank you. Um, God bless you. Have a great week. Back at ya. <laughs> See? Kinder, gentler, warmer. It's time to say goodbye. Honestly, pretty good. <laughs> now see that is a warmer way to get off the phone <laughs> like you can even sing along with it like it's time to say goodbye 
her skin condition? Uh, uh, fair to moderate. Uh oh. What? Fair to moderate? What? 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 Uh, I combo dry to oily, but I have a medical horror story if you want to hear it. <gasps> Do you want to hear it? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so my partner is, well, this, this happened when she was 26, but she was misdiagnosed as uterine fibroids, turns out to be uterine cancer. Oh my God. So they didn't, the doctors didn't do anything for maybe like a year because they were like, oh, oh it's not God. emergent, it's not cancer. <gasps> turns out it was cancer. Fucking nightmare. Uh, yeah, it was pretty horrible. She ended up with 31 pounds of tumors. Oh my God. That's insane. So is she okay now? God, please oh, say yeah, yes. She, she, she beat it. She's I good. don't know what I would say if you're like, no, she passed this past <laughs> weekend. I'd be like, uh, sorry, we're out of time. No, listen, um, that's terrifying. I'm so scared of, I, I honestly, you do hear those stories, which is what makes people be, I don't know if the word is hypochondriac or extra vigilant, but it's like, you do hear these stories of like, yeah, the doctor said the lump in my breast was nothing to worry about, you know? Yeah, exactly. The doctors for so long were like, it was just getting like progressively worse. It was like, she was on her period 24 hours a day, every single day of the week for months. And her doctor's like, you're good. It's like, doc. Yeah, exactly. You want to change my tampons for me? Because they ain't changing themselves, doc-a-roo. Yeah, I, I swear to God, she must have gone through like a, a pack of maxi pads every day. Good God. It's like cigarettes. Exactly like that. She was essentially a chain, <laughs> chain smoker, <laughs> but a tamp stuffer. Yeah, yeah, essentially. So she was she was out of work for a long time. Uh, she did almost what? die. Okay, you said that like it was a good thing. You're like, no, I mean, no, it did. wasn't a good thing. Yeah, that's. But it did, it did get her into surgery faster, which she was able to survive from that. Listen, uh, not for nothing. If I had my period for twelve days, I'd be in the ER. Yeah, yeah. She um she flatlined during the surgery. Oh my! They God. brought her back. Good God. And then she, she now, she's 28. She doesn't have a uterus. She doesn't have a cervix. She doesn't have fallopian tubes. And she has one ovary. <laughs> Sorry, I just, the whole, as you were listing that, I'm like, like imagining hitting the laugh after each one of those. Because it's almost like you were holding for applause on each detail, but it's so horrific. <laughs> Jesus, you know, it's like the things that women go through. I feel like our medical, maybe I'm wrong, but it does feel like women's medical issues are so complex. And um, I feel like I've heard that before. Like men's medical issues tend to come in their 60s or something. Whereas women, it feels like it's just a rampage throughout all our stages of life. Yeah. And the thing with uterine cancer is that it's getting more common for like the younger generation usually really? you don't everything get everything is after menopause god every fucking cancer is getting more common 
for young people. Colon cancer, too. Yep. Honey, what do we do? What do we do about this? I have not a clue. Stop single-use plastic? Yeah, maybe. So is, wait, you said this is your, your wife or your girlfriend? This is my, it's my girlfriend. Uh, we're not married, but we've been together for uh, like five years. What about you? Enough about the old lady. What's your deal? Any skin conditions? Um, <laughs> Trying to steer you back to the topic. What about you? Skin conditions like crazy or what? I have mild eczema on my knuckles. That's not going to cut it, honey. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> mild eczema on my knuckles. <laughs> What's your makeup routine? Uh, I haven't worn makeup in maybe like seven years. No, I'm just kidding. You know what? I, I respect it. Honestly, I should give it up. I'm trying to give it up for uh, Lent or something. All right. Well, listen, I... Oh, listen. Here, we've gotten to the point, but I have a new song to play. Now let me say it straight. It's time for you to go. Goodbye. <laughs> Were you able to hear the lyrics? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I should say goodbye. Um, wait, one more. Thank you for loving me the way I love you. These are some songs that iHeart had access to. <laughs> what do you think? Um, pretty good. Um, yeah, I would say pretty good. Mm. Compared to Tank, it's it's a hard it's a hard it's a uh, rough one to follow. Absolute inspired genius and thank you for loving me the way I love you. Let's see, there's this one too. I've been looking for someone like you, <laughs> and you've been looking for somebody too. Okay, some of these are going to work, though. I think, like, part of the struggle of this podcast is part of the charm, I'm hoping. And having struggly music, no no disrespect to these artists, because, my God, incredible work. But having struggling yeah, that, music is, is kind of fits the show, you know? Yeah, the last one kind of reminded me of the, uh, I don't know if you remember the song you you demonstrated that was like uh the elevator song it's like welcome home my friend you're on the 15th floor you seem like a real sorry yep just checking all my buttons still work um i don't know what you're talking about but i do feel like there's that energy shift i need to make happen right now i want to say thank you for sharing your ultimately your girlfriend's story with me i'm glad she's in good health now and it's time to say goodbye. 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 Hello? Hi, is this Chelsea? It is. Hi, um, I have a couple of uh, food test options for you if you're amenable. Okay, great. I am amenable. Excellent. Let me me get my ding ready. So the theme would be savory items or arguably savory items as 
dessert items. So using tahini in a dessert. Mm. Oh, uh, actually, I jumped the gun. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say like sweet hummus, which for me is a no. I'm going to add that to my list. Who would do that? Does that exist? Sweet hummus. Yes. People do chocolate hummus, honey. No. Okay. So sweet hummus and people do savory oatmeal. That I've, I had a friend in college who would uh, do like uh, with chicken stock and that seemed wrong to me. Okay. You're right. You're right about that. Okay. So what is your, okay. Now tahini, I have had a number of places in LA do chocolate chip cookies with tahini in it. I don't taste the tahini, but the cookies themselves are magical. So I'm going to say tahini is good in desserts. Okay, great. I'll say correct. So the next would be um, olive oil or chili crisp on top of ice cream. Mm. That's a no. Okay. What do you think? Um, You like chili crisp on ice cream? I've had I've had olive oil on top of ice cream before and it was good. Right. Um, there was some place in San Francisco that did it. I can as see like that. Ice cream. Yeah. Um, the chili crisp I see advertised everywhere and I I'm just not sure. You see chili crisp I advertised everywhere on for being on ice cream. Where do you live? Cuckoo Banana Town. For hold bougie on, hold ice on. cream. <laughs> Cuckoo Banana Town guys. <laughs> All right. Uh. <laughs> we're laughing together uh, USA of course um I mean I would try it like don't get me wrong I'll try most things but I don't have high hopes for chilling crunch on ice cream <laughs> fair enough fair enough okay so my last one is probably most controversial which is foie gras as a dessert don't put me in this hot seat sister don't you dare <laughs> put me in this hot seat <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe these songs. So there's one that I don't know what these there's a couple songs I don't know what they are, but these songs are pretty funny. <laughs> it's so funny what is like, I don't know, what's licensable and like imagine you made that song and then you just hear yourself on this podcast. Like what a weird journey. Sometimes I think copyrights and all that, like I know they protect us and this is probably a stupid thing to say, but sometimes I'm like, God, imagine like making art before all this, like when you could just be so inspired by each other and just make shit and do it. And, you know, there's so much red tape now with everything. I don't know. The flow of it all is very like stagnated by it all. All right. Hello? What's your skin issue? Oh, I used to have psoriasis. Oh. How was it? It sucked. It was weird. It was like really bad for like five years and then it just went away. That's strange. Did you make a dietary change? I don't know. I, I, I it was like from 2007 to 2012 and then it just stopped. It just went away in a matter of a couple weeks or a couple months. And 
I still get like occasional like flare ups. I see a dermatologist every so often, but Aha. no. Yeah. Occasional flare ups. It's not yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah, but super controllable. No one can even tell. It's so minor. Um, question. I don't remember the symptoms of psoriasis. Is it like redness or is that rosacea? Uh, I think it's rosacea. No, like uh, psoriasis is like you get like dry, almost like, like scab, like dry, dry scabby. Okay, hold type on. Let me of, write that down. Yeah, and it, and it could crack, and sometimes it can bleed. Bleed, crack. It's not fun. Okay, so my notes it says dry scab crack bleed. Dry scab yes. bleed. Okay, so that is yes. psoriasis. Yes. Um, I can't believe it just came and went like that. I have to believe it was. Yes. Can it be triggered? Now I'm no doctor. I will have a skin doctor. Yes. On this episode, but but but, but that's but, wonderful. I, thank you so much. But 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 what I think is. Could it be caused by like a detergent or a food and you just changed it? Yes, it, it can. So uh, so the doctors that I, I remember many years back, they were like, okay, you need to eat these foods. These like sugars could trigger it. Stress is very known to trigger it. Um, what else? Like, yeah, detergents. I used to have, used to, have to use like sensitive skin soaps. Uh, oh, apparently loofahs are the devil. If you have any dry skin issues, like you should never use a loofah. So I stopped using loofahs then. Interesting. Counterintuitive, um, isn't it? It is, yeah. You um, really want to scrub all that shit off and start fresh. Uh, and then, so what does a loofah do if you have psoriasis? Uh, it, it, it scratches your skin and then it exposes it more to have more of a propensity to to, to make it spread. Uh huh. Well, well, wow. Um, so that's weird. You don't really have a solution for the listener who may have psoriasis. It's just absolutely out of your control is the message. No, there, there, there are great medications. There's like these biologics, I think that's what they're called. Um, they're like injectables. Um, um there's also like laser treatment. There's also topicals. But you there didn't are do ton, any of that. Um, no, no, I didn't do any of that, but, yeah. but that's what exists. I know, but you know, I'm really, I, I think you're presenting me with a bit of a head scratch. I'm trying to figure out. Oh no, out. I, don't, I don't. I didn't have to use any of that. It just went away. I know. Um, I'm just saying, why did it go away? I, I, if I'm you, I'm like, I need answers. Why was it here for five years? Why did it go away? It, I asked my dermatologist that many times, and they they don't know. They just don't know. Um, they they tried to get me on. I know. I know. That was so but, loud. I actually had to uh, abandon the button. I could have. First, it was so quiet, and then I asked for it to be a little louder, and all of a sudden, it was the loudest boo I've ever heard. Uh, um. Anyhow, well, listen. Thanks for calling in. Sorry about your psoriasis situation, but happy about that miracle disappearance. Yeah, as am I. And thanks for coming back to the pod. Thank you. All right, that's the end of the calls. We have special guests on this episode. What do I know about skin? What do I know about why someone has scaly knuckles or five years of, you know, cysts or whatever it is? I'm not a doctor. Not a doctor. But someone else is. Someone who happens to have agreed to be on this show. 
Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys. I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your next segment. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Dr. Emma Craythorn. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Sometimes I get called like all kinds of names, but you got that spot on. (laughs) (laughs) I, okay. First of all, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Um, I've been, okay. Me and my husband have watched Save My Skin, your series on TLC. Um, Wait, how many seasons do you have? Like six? Yeah, so you will have had five series um, so far, um, but there is a sixth series that uh, we've just, in fact, we finished filming it this weekend. Um, so, yeah, so we, we've, we've yet to see it. It'll, I think it will go out in the UK in January and then you get it in April. So, yeah, okay. that'll be your season six. So Save My Skin. Okay, we so we started by watching this other series um, that was about brains and emergency rooms. And then Save My Skin kind of, I don't know how we happened upon it, but or maybe someone told me, I can't remember, but we're like, okay, let's watch this. Save My Skin, honestly, and I was describing it at a stand-up show the other night and people were screaming, no, no. I should play that clip here, actually, of people screaming no when I was describing the show. Oh, it's so hard to be alone with it. <laughs> I'm 
say that the textures. Basically, you are taking people with extreme skin problems. There was a woman that comes to mind with abscesses under her armpits that wouldn't heal. There's a man with these huge kind of bumps on his back that you were cutting open. And it was like going on a roller coaster to watch your show. Me and my husband are actually screaming at the top of our lungs during some of the procedures that you were doing and literally hiding under our blankets from trying to tap out from watching some of these things. I will say you have a proclivity for describing the smell of things that you're excising. And I'm like, you are demonic. Why? I was like, she is psychotic. I was telling my husband, why is she describing the smell? You described because the you secretly wanted to know. Oh my God. It definitely adds to it. I will say it was just like the exhilaration and screaming. I was like, oh, I can kind of see maybe why people like this in horror movies. Now is your show, are we seeing like the top 5% of extreme cases or is this a typical day for you? So it's a bit, um, so these patients are the kind of typical patients that I would see day to day. So I work at the St. John's Institute of Dermatology, which is, you know, it's the biggest centre in Europe, really, for dermatology, and it's based in London. So I see a lot of um, kind of tertiary specialist cases anyway. So these are the typical kind of things that, that we would see. Um, the people who come on the show are people who have applied to be on the show. So they are somewhere else in the country or actually somewhere in the world. We get people come from all over who send in a photograph and just simply say, you know, please, can I get some help? Because they're not getting help where they are locally. Um, so, yes, it's similar to what I would see in my day to day. But because you, it's outside my own catchment area of, say, London, then you're seeing bigger and greater things as well. Yeah, I feel like there was some people, I mean, there was a couple different people who had lumps all over their entire body. I don't know if they were the same. One guy had lipomas, which I actually have some in my arms. And I was like, now I'm like, should I get this out? Because my doctor said no, but I don't want it to be this big and leave a scar. But I guess most of them don't grow, he said. Most of them don't grow, um, but it's hard to predict which ones are going to grow. Uh, so if they are growing, you typically can, you realize that they're getting bigger. And so if you've got one that's growing, then yeah. I would just say, then's the time to get it done. But most people will just have one and it you know, doesn't do anything at all. Yeah, but that one guy just had massive ones all over his entire body. And it's like crazy. Or you're like having to remove a couple at a time. Is that because of wound care being too challenging? If you like, you can't just go in and take them all out. Yeah, you can take them all out because it's, yeah, it's too many, you know, areas of infection and for healing. It's okay probably to take, you know, six, seven, eight. I mean, it's a, I think the most I've taken out in one go has been around about 30 because there were small ones um, with the record of seven seconds. I mean, that's what games you then start to play. It's like, how quickly can I get out this lipoma? Okay, start the timer, seven seconds. <laughs> you really love your job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which really comes through. And I do think it's part of why the show is also so fun to watch because you are like, literally and figuratively into digging in and figuring out what you can do and whew. yeah we try and run as uh, two so each episode has four stories 
And there are two of them we call gories, where you're hiding. Okay. <laughs> and and two of them are stories where it takes you on the journey of the patient so that you can kind of understand a little bit what it's like to have a skin disease and the challenges that it faces. And then obviously I have to get my thinking hat on to try and work out what is wrong with this person? What what treatments have we got available? How can we make them better? So if, so you, yeah, did two like, stories, two stories. if you did four gories, you might lose all your viewers. Is exactly. That the idea? <laughs> because they'd just be hiding under a blanket and just be like, I can't take it. They'd have to tap out. But you seem to have an infinite capacity for the gories. You could do that all day long. All day long. I mean, it's that's really fun. <laughs> I guess you have to also have a camera crew that has isn't squeamish, right? Because I'm sure there's people who would literally throw up from some of the stuff. The gories. I mean, yes, but it's more fun whenever they are squeamish and they have to keep filming. <laughs> Like, do you have a camera person or anyone in your crew who's like, I can't look at this? And I, you know, you uh, described that guy's back boils as smelling like scrambled eggs. And I was just like, I cannot. It's so visceral to think that this man is packing around scrambled eggs scented. And it looked like scrambled eggs. Yeah, it does. I mean, they all look so different and they all smell so different. So, the one um, I actually just was filming just last weekend as well. And the, the one last weekend was absolutely wonderful. It was a cyst that she had on her jaw yeah. and she'd had it for 12 years. So normally by 12 years, I was thinking it's going to be really degraded and this, you know, that very yellowy kind of brown color that comes out of it. But it wasn't at all. You know, I went into it and it was pure white. It was like creme fraiche, absolutely gorgeous, beautiful white just coming out. Did you spread it on a cracker and put a little caviar on top? To be honest, you could have done and probably not really noticed the difference. <laughs> Ew, it really looked like creme fraiche. Yeah, it did. It smelled oh. like it as well. Oh, God. You should have a cooking show combined with your show. <laughs> you, you'll like that one when you see it because it comes out. And then because it was so big, I needed to get the contents off it out so I could just leave a small scar. And then I very carefully dissected the sack out and I lifted the sack up. And I said to her, do you want to see it? And she said, yes, of course. So I showed it to her and then laid it down. And Motti, who's my nurse, who you'll have seen on it, we both looked at each other and were like, it just looks like a condom. Oh, <laughs> my did. gosh. Wait a minute. <laughs> so uh, this is, that. that was another question is why do you, because I've noticed that as well, you ask patients, do you want to see it? What is that about? Because they all want to. Very rarely would you get somebody who doesn't want to. They really okay. just are um, quite intrigued to find out what was inside them. It's a bit, I think, like the unboxing videos, you know, that kids love to watch on YouTube where they yeah. see what is inside Kinder Egg. Um, it's a little bit like that. You really just want to accept what what's inside is not presents or anything you want. It's like the opposite of an matter. unboxing video. And then have you ever seen anything caused by makeup? Anything terrible that was caused by makeup? I mean, not terrible. However, there are lots and lots of people. There's, you know, lots of trends at the minute, especially on social media. Or... There are. We're discussing them on this episode. Okay. So, you know, get ready, get ready with me's and all of, you know, this kind of thing. 
And when you think about every single piece of makeup is essentially just a bunch of chemicals, that's all it is. And each time you put the chemicals on your face, you're essentially, um, for some people, introducing an irritant dermatitis. In other words, you can make the skin go red and itchy or an allergic dermatitis, in which case you can develop blisters and you know red rashes. So, so makeup can cause those two things. One of the other things that makeup and all of these other cosmetics that a lot of people will use are that um, the preservatives and other things that are within it can actually cause a condition called perioral dermatitis, where you develop what looks like acne, but around the nose and around the mouth. And we're just seeing so many cases of that over like the last three years. You know, when I started off in dermatology about 20 years ago, I would maybe see one clinic, one, one person in my clinic every week. I easily see three times every day. Now it is, there's so And are much they of, all TikTokers? They're all kind of 20, 30, early 40 year olds. Yeah, that's the demographic of it. We just, we're just seeing loads. Have you ever cut something open and then a bunch of baby spiders run out? That hasn't happened yet. Would you be prepared to know what to do? Like, would you ever go, this seems like a spider sack of baby spiders? Um, I've had a, a fly. So um, there was a, a woman who came to our um, skin cancer screening clinic and um, she she had a lump and they thought it was a skin cancer. So and it was sent to me. It's like, it doesn't look like a skin cancer, but I cut into it and it was a bot fly and the bot fly had laid the larvae inside. So I've had that. Where was she uh, living that this happened? Could this happen anywhere? In, in, in the UK. Yeah, in the UK. It can happen anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So so that happened to her. And then. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So that is upsetting. All right. Wait, have you ever dealt with like snake bites? No, I haven't. We don't really have. Well, we do have snakes in the United Kingdom, but they're not it's only one type and it's not really a poisonous snake so um so no what about jellyfish jellyfish yes lots of jellyfish but there's there's not too much you can do so the trick with jellyfish things are that you just pour hot water onto the area right um you try not to pat it you but you just put hot as hot as the water you can get to tolerate it you pour that on to kill the little nematodes um, and you don't pat it, you don't pee on it. They're not, that's not a thing that really does work. Um, that, that's the trick with jellyfish. And then you just have to deal with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, else <can> I, <laughs> what else horrific can I think of? Um, I mean, there, what, there is some increase right now in like from lakes, if you inhale water or something that you can get that necrotic skin or something, isn't it? I didn't know that one. <laughs> we, we're really off the rails because I, I'm just like, isn't there something with uh, water and <laughs> rotting skin? skin? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, listen. I, I feel like I've, I've wasted enough of your time with my stupid podcast. But um, no, it's been great. I, I highly recommend to the listener to go watch this show and scream with someone because it's, it's like being, it really is being like on a roller coaster. It was exhilarating, <laughs> and. Um, Anyhow, well, thank you so much um, for coming on to the show and and thanks for the thank entertainment. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for asking me to come along. I'm so glad that you enjoy the show as well. That's made my day. <laughs> it's really fun. It's, it's horrific and fun. Um, all right. Well, thanks. Take care then. Bye. Okay, bye.
Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Lemon-based desserts, what do you think? Hello? Lemon-based desserts? Hello? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love them. Huge advocate. Um, I actually ate one today. What was it? It was a cupcake, and it had, like, a raspberry filling, and, like, no. you could tell they had a blowtorch on uh, the frosting. I love a lemon dessert. I love lemon in pretty much everything to the point where I actually have Googled if it's, like, a sign of a deficiency or something like do mm. i have scurvy why do i want to eat lemon peel in both savory and sweet dishes and all the time i can only say that like as life is so challenging sometimes and as you get older you just want more excitement i feel like spicy food like szechuan numbing spice lemon is so bright and like sunshiny and i just want like these i feel like eating lemon is like a physical and mental lift okay i mean i don't even i don't crave it like that so i can't super relate but maybe there is a problem with you i just need someone who gets it like garlic also i could eat like 15 cloves of garlic in pretty much any dish you know any recipe it's like two cloves of garlic i was la actually laughing in the pandemic 
like in the beginning of it when everyone was doing home cooking videos, Malin Ackerman actually did one where she made lentils. Hi, do you love lemon? Is it everything you could ever want in a sweet and a savory? Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi, do you love lemon? Yeah, I love lemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank, thank you, you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Speech, speech. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I love uh, uh, lemon meringue pie. That's, that's, that's one of my favorite lemon desserts. Um, yeah, when I was a kid and, and uh, Super Kmart used to exist, my mom would always uh, buy me a piece of uh, lemon pie, and it was like my favorite thing. <laughs> Thank you. Well, uh, what about you? What's 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 your favorite uh, lemon dessert? It's hard to choose. I mean, I love like, um, I I would probably like, I don't know what my favorite is because I think I love all lemon, but lemon cake, I really do love. Now, uh -huh. you know, not many people know this, but Greg Daniels, when I used to, I used to write for Parks and Rec, Greg mm -hmm. Daniels was a producer of Parks and Rec and he would send one every Christmas, a lemon cake. I loved it. I thought it was the best <laughs> Christmas present you could ever send to a person. It was so lemony, came in a little tin, and I looked forward to it. It was such a delightful treat every year. Um, mm -hmm. I used to make a lemon cake with my stepmother growing up. You take a box of yellow cake, you add a packet of lemon jello to it, and then you make a little glaze with lemon and powdered sugar and put it over the top. That was also delicious. Cool. Um, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um <laughs> I love lemon pasta. There's a place in New York, Little Frankie's, that has a lemon spaghetti limone that I think is absolutely incredible. Um, okay, so, that, that sounds kind of weird, lemon pasta. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What's up with the judgment? <laughs> no no judgment. Just never tried it. So, you know, just, just got to think about it. I don't know. Well, it's really good. It is really, really good. And it's just basically pasta with tons of lemon, lemon zest, Parmesan, black pepper, olive oil, butter. You know, I honestly, when I cook, I don't use a ton of butter because I think mm -hmm. olive oil does the trick a lot of times. But this pasta is so good. And when I was recently in New York, I went and got it. And let me tell you, it holds. Ah! Oh! <laughs> Delicious. Um, uh, well, anyhow, uh... I do love lemon savory and sweet i'm looking for someone who loves it i mean you sound like you're getting there you're getting closer to what i was looking for but i need someone where it's like almost like why am i so obsessed with lemon <laughs> i am sick you know it's that kind of desire yeah, for lemon yeah yeah no i love it i just can't i just can't express it in yeah the way uh, yeah i'm sorry well you should look up like a recipe for spaghetti limone online and try to make it because actually it's also something that's so easy to make. All you need is pasta, butter, lemon, yeah. um, mm -hmm. you know, salt, black pepper, maybe a little Parmesan. Yeah. But I tell yeah. you what, on a on a little work night, whip that up. You'll be 
Happier than a clam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Um, uh, when when I was a kid, do you remember the Easy Bake Oven? Yeah, I never had one, but I do, of course. I was aware of them. Uh huh. Well, uh, well, my my older sister had one, and and uh, we'd buy the the lemon cake mix. We'd yeah. just make it at home, mm. and mm. Uh, we'd make them in the little Easy Bake Oven, and then mm. just like decorate them. Make, now, like, see, that sounds on the, delicious on the cakes or whatever. And then we would go knocking from door to door and sell the little cakes for like a buck each. And we would go back home with some with some cash. Enterprising. You could do that <laughs> yeah. today. All on lemon. All on lemon cake. Yeah, you can get it for you do it for a little lemon lemon cake money. Then you can get twice yeah. the cake. The thing is, is like, I actually I've said this before, but lemon box like any box cake is pretty mm -hmm. much delicious, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, <laughs> anyhow, well, listen, it feels good to, to uh, talk to someone who knows what I'm talking about. Some people don't like lemon. They think it tastes like soap or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like cilantro. Cilantro's awesome. Love it. I don't know why people like it. Some people say it tastes like soap. I know, and I love cilantro. But I can't imagine, like, you know, I guess it is supposedly genetic, but it seems a little suspect, doesn't it? Yeah, other genetics suck or something. Who knows? Is that like only amongst white people or are there people who are like grew up their whole family eats cilantro all the time and they have that genetic thing? I don't I don't know. I need answers. <laughs> and I may never I really, get them. Really, maybe, yeah. Well, but, I'm partially Mexican, so maybe that's why you maybe like that's it. why I like cilantro so much on everything, you know, also hot sauces and stuff. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite hot sauce? My favorite hot sauce is uh is uh, anything habanero maybe a, a, a not maybe for sure a, a green salsa have you had um, um the habanero tabasco yeah <laughs> i actually good. have it right here it's right in front of me delicious but have you noticed that the calories on it are so much higher than the other tabasco or sodium. You know I, I, I've never done any calorie count when it comes to hot sauces. I just, I just. <laughs> well, it does. <laughs> it does sound crazy when you put it like that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm constantly cal counting on my salsas. But I will say, I love that green one. And then one day, I, I can't remember if it was calories or if it was um, the sodium. Something on that is really different from the regular, the red Tabasco. But here's my uh -huh. question to you Do you like mm -hmm. Frank's Red Hot? Or Tabasco better? Oh man, I do like both, but better, I'd say Tabasco. I just, I, I like, I like vinegar stuff. Frank's is more vinegary. Yeah, yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. What about Crystal? No. Crystal versus Tabasco. Crystal versus Tabasco? Yeah, you know Louisiana Crystal. Oh yeah, yeah. No, st still Tabasco. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Tabasco. You're a complete Tabasco head. This is a complete shock because they, I, to me, Tabasco is not that vinegary. The most vinegary one, I think, is like Frank's and Crystal. Anyway, listen. Yeah, no, I, you know what? You're right. Yeah, you're right. Listen, don't tell me I'm right. They're going to be like, this white girl's telling him about salsa. What the fuck does she know? And hot sauce, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Listen, just tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm stupid. <laughs> tell me I'm you're white. And let's call it a day. You don't know, you don't, you don't know anything. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I deserve that. Women. Um, women, stupid woman, stupid <laughs> white person. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, listen, this call has been informative. Thank you. May the lemon be with you. Oh, let me end. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's time to say goodbye.
It's time to say goodbye. <laughs> All right. Still seeking that person who's as lemon crazed as I am with lemon, lemon, uh, <laughs> lemon drops in your eyeballs. I was trying to think of like lemon, like imagining a lemon shape as a pupil. That's me. If you can Photoshop lemons into my pupils, <laughs> send it my way. Because that is me to a T. We have a special guest today all the way from Ojai. And she is baking up some lemony treats. So buckle up. Emily <laughs> Alvin. <laughs> um, okay, so I don't even know. Did we meet in Ojai? No. No. I just know because this happens to me all the time. I follow people on Instagram and then I feel like we have met and we're That's friends. My favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah. So God, I don't know where the story begins exactly. It kind of with Tony a little bit because I think I followed you because of Tony. So Tony was a podcast listener and Kojak like started a side conversation <laughs> with him and had him sending him breads and stuff. Yeah. And Tony has this amazing oh, restaurant. Like and so then I became friends with Tony. And then you have, you're a baker and your desserts are featured there. And so I followed you through that. And then your baking and your glam and your style, <laughs> your hair, your glow. What's not to what's not to follow, you know? <laughs> Thank you. So anyhow, today we are taking the old podcast model of food tests where I would test callers on their palate, basically, <laughs> judgmentally, yeah. and pretend there's objective truth about food taste. <laughs> and we're now expanding to real food in studio with video. Do you describe our our three categories because I don't want to mess it up? Okay. So we said viral recipe, yes, old-fashioned recipe, I think just because we both follow that one lady, yes. pastime cook. Pastime cook. Who I love. I also love her. <laughs> she does something that I've also always been obsessed with, which is she investigates what were people eating centuries yeah. ago or whatever, and I've always wondered that. Like, if I sat down in the Middle Ages at a banquet, how much oh, of the yeah. food would be inedible and how much would be better than anything I've ever tasted? Absolutely. Okay, and then the final category is? Just my own kind of take on the lemon challenge. So my Okay, own and you can make up a baked recipe? Yeah. That's so amazing because, <laughs> like, I like to cook improvisationally, but mm. it's hard with baking. Because you have to know the science really well, right? It's all like rooted in, you know, other recipes and kind of like mashing things up and seeing what works. Yeah. Okay, because that's kind of how I cook. I look at like five recipes that are vaguely in the wheelhouse of what I want to do. And then I make up my own kind of yeah. mashup. But I feel like with baking, it would just be disastrous if I did that. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to reveal the category for today's. Food test extravaganza. Lemon is the theme. On top of these categories of old, viral, and brand new mashup. Which is which? Unfortunately, I might know. <laughs> but I'm going to try to guess anyway. And which one is the tastiest? Um. All right, let's... What do we try first here? Um... Maybe start with this this guy. Okay, so what is this? Okay, so this is 
uh, lemon pound cake that I wow. Let's see what we're doing here. Work. I think we should try together because you haven't tried the finished product. I know. Okay. Lemon bun cake. Wow. The icing, the glaze. I mean, I hate to say I really wish I had coffee right now. Mm. (laughs) I just realized like Padma locks me or whatever. Like I feel like they have one (laughs) bite of everything. I'm like, uh, oh, are we supposed to move on? (laughs) I'm gonna try like okay thirty things. Mm. Um. Okay. So that's number one. Yes. Very good. Thank you. I hate to say I could go even harder with lemon. I could go even harder. I want to say this is the viral one because I think, I don't know. (laughs) All right. So now what is this little lemon cup? This is a lemon posset, which is actually like a very. Posset for a second? (laughs) What? Okay. Lemon posset. Kind of like a panna cotta, which means like cooked cream. And they're beautiful. Again, look at this. Come on. (laughs) Kidding me? Yeah, I thought it was like a little gelato or something. That's incredible. Do you not like it? No, I do. Perfect texture. Don't you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So creamy. And I'm not like a pudding person. This is kind of like a pudding. Yeah. But it's so good. Controversial opinion. Put this with this and try it together. Yeah. Let's see what happens there. Mm. That was so good. This is actually like private eating. So you are a recipe tester. <laughs> On camera. You are a recipe tester. You just make some I would love to be. Mm. This is how I'd eat in private. Like combine two desserts. <laughs> Dessert. Then I'm like to my doctor, why is my cholesterol high? I like healthy food. They're yeah. like, okay, you might like it, but what else do you like? I'm like pudding on cake. Yep. Um, okay, that's really good. It would be really good, too, with, like, fresh raspberries or, like, pomegranate on it or something like yeah. that. It's so pretty. Delicious. Okay. Now, this one's daunting to cut into, actually. Yeah. Is this edge it's just wax? Ooh, oh, paper? It's just That's so cool. paper, yeah. Now, what is this called? This is a preserved lemon curd streusel cake. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Now, it's weird. Like, I don't know if you have this, but for me, I, I have trouble, like, trusting people if their food taste is... Like, I don't know if I'm friends with anyone who doesn't like olives. <laughs> oh, Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Like, if people don't like lemon, it's, like, questionable. But I don't think anyone could like it as much as I do. Yeah. You know? We all have, like, our... I, I get, like, a preference. What's your absolute obsessions in the dessert world? I feel like the, it's the things that I, like, don't make on my own. So, like, croissants. Because it's just not something... Because I started as, like, a home baker. So I didn't go to, like, pastry school. Okay, this looks so soft. Wait, I forget what you said this is called. Preserved lemon curd streusel cake. I mean, the degree of lemon is absolute. So wait, is this yours? Should I tell you now? Yeah. This is mine, yeah. It's so good. (laughs) Did you intentionally make yours the best one? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) You go and look for, like, a viral recipe. You're like, this one looks okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like, I know these ingredients aren't quite up to snuff. I just wanted to have a good, like, contrast of different, like, yeah. So what was this called, the viral one? This was the viral viral one. Oh, that was the viral one, and that's the old one? Yeah, this is the old one. Interesting. So, yeah, it's like, there's, this is, like, what old ladies would have with like tea and it would be great it would be really good with tea but i do the level of lemon in the other two is so much more intense yeah definitely that really speaks to me i wonder what is is there anything interesting about sour 
Why yeah. do some people like it and some people don't? <laughs> like a lot of people hate sour. And for me, sour is everything. In fact, I think I had an acupuncturist once tell me not to eat anything sour or spicy. And I was like, for this yeah. reason, I'm out. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. Well, I think this was a smashing success. Amazing. I can't wait for Laura, our producer here today, to try these <laughs> and weigh in. I myself think yours was 100% the best. Let's give you a little applause. That's all I needed. <laughs> anyway, well, I guess that's it. I mean, I've been here for 10 hours today. <laughs> this episode will be 10 and a half hours long by the time I record the intro. So amazing. I guess. Are you staying in LA or are you heading back to Ojai? I'm going to hang out. I usually just try and like make a day of it. Nice. Yeah. Well, welcome. Nice to meet you in person, you even too. though I already thought I had. Yes. True Instagram fashion. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you so much. Thank you. So. Looks like we're out of time. Goodbye. Looks like we're out of time. The show has come to a close. We do not have any more things to discuss or more guests. You seem like a real sweetheart, but I gotta go. It's the end of the show. What did we learn? Flies can live in your body! Help! Help! I don't need to know that. You don't need to know that, but now we know that. Okay? No, thank you. Epitome of. No, thank you. No, thank you. What does that smell like? No, thank you. Can you just show it to me, doctor? No, thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, anyhow, you got to watch that show, Save My Skin. Absolutely wretched and a wild, wild ride. You got to go to Ojai. And you gotta get your makeup done by a Hollywood caliber makeup artist and get deep into the viral trends where you're nothing. I'm Diosef. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. 
Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.